All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome back onto the show one of our favorites, Democratic strategist and Fox News contributor Jessica Tarlov. Jesse, what's up? Not a whole lot. What's up with you? Oh, not much, man. We're just doing our thing here in the world of Donald Trump. And, uh, oh, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> some people say it's so sad. You know what, though? There's some people still, his base, you know, his yeah, base is really like hanging on. five people hanging on. Uh, you know what? I don't know if that's true. His base is pretty much hanging in there. I mean, have you seen the latest polls about his base? It's 35%, but right. it's not really it. It's right. not good enough for a re-election at this point. Obviously, that's far down the road, but this is not going well. That is true, and that, and that, that is definitely, if, if anybody's a realist, um, that's something that should concern Trump people and, and Republicans because his numbers, um, like you said, he's only about a 35% with his base, and favorabilities are going down, and all this this mess that's going on with the collusion accusations, the General Flynn um, it's just like one thing after another. So what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the Trump collusion? Let's go with that first. Where are we at with that? Well, I mean, I think there were further along than we were certainly a week ago. Um, I think the appointment of an independent or special counselor, I think is what you're mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, is a great thing. And is it Mueller or Mueller? How do you pronounce his last name? I've heard it both ways. But yeah. anyway, I think that he's an excellent choice, and he's basically an extension of James Comey. So it's clear that Rob Rosenstein, uh, you know, the deputy AG, did that on purpose uh, mm -hmm. to make sure that the investigation would carry on unimpeded. Um, so I think the Trump administration is rightly sweating the situation mm -hmm. as it currently is, um, and they should be worried. I don't know if you saw the Washington Post report on Friday that there was a person of interest very close to President Trump and the administration, and a number of outlets have identified that person as Jared Kushner. Yeah, and yeah, I did, I did read that's that. That's going to be a very serious problem for him. Um, and obviously, then that there are Russian tapes talking about how they can influence Mike Flynn. You know, when Donald Trump talks about the investigation, he constantly makes it out like it's just about him, but it's not. I mean, it's an investigation into the Trump transition team and campaign members and collusion with Russia. So it's much broader. I mean, have you noticed that, that he always says, like, James Comey said three times that, like, I did not collude with Russia. Yeah, did you notice did you notice the last time he was asked at the press conference, the first one he had in a while, um, about that, and he, he stipulated that I can't speak for others, I can just speak for me. He's kind of, right. he's maneuvered a little bit on that. Right, which, I mean, may, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's going to jail or I think there's certainly a large chance that Mike Flynn is in a, in a lot of trouble. I, I agree with that. Clear-cut evidence of what he did, and certainly post listening to Sally Yates and James Clapper. Um, and he keeps asking for immunity. Right, which is, I mean, but he also keeps oscillating back and forth, like saying, I'm not going to comply with the subpoena, and then it's worse saying, actually, we haven't decided about that, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, he should show up, he should plead the fifth, and just hope that he gets the best bargain out of this, because the guy was clearly working as a Turkish agent, which we know, and then we also know that he was then trying to maneuver policy to relax things on Turkey, which is not going to sit well with people, certainly after what happened last week with Erdogan's people beating up our peaceful protests. I know, oh right my there. God, did you see that? That was insane. Unbelievable. And the frame by frame of him where it looks like he was actually then giving the command yes. to do it, you know, when his bodyguard comes to the car. And, I yeah. mean, it's just astounding. Uh, 
what they would do here on our land. I actually don't even think the Russians would do that. I, I mean, I can't see Putin right. being silly enough to think that that was like a smart PR move, right? I mean, I'm sure he doesn't particularly care. Right, right. If protesters got beaten up, um, but it just looks terrible. Let me ask anyway, you this. Let me ask you this: um, the special counsel. Tell the listeners that are going to listen to this what what does that mean exactly? Does this does this special counselor um, like what are his powers? Can he can he subpoena Trump's tax returns? Can he force Trump to turn over tax forms and things like that? I believe so. I think that he can go. He can if there's legitimate reason, he can take the investigation anywhere that he wants to. I think that's part of why they released some documents that said that apparently showed that Trump hadn't done any business with Russian companies. Do you remember this? It was like 10 yeah. days ago yeah. like when the conversation was heating up about this. But in actuality, that doesn't even speak to whether Russia owned any of his debt, which is really how Donald Trump gets into issues with other countries anyway. Like mm-hmm. he has like 600 million of debt with China, for instance. But no one talks about that. Right. Um, so, yes, I think... We can go to any of those places uh, with the special counselor, and I'm sure that he will. And then he's not, I've heard rumors that it's part of an even bigger story from the Wall Street Journal. Um, but you saw the thing about the Russian bank that helped Trump out with the Toronto Hotel, the Trump Tower. I did. I, saw, so I did see something about that. Yeah, so I just have heard people talking about that, so that's just the tip of the iceberg with their investigating into Russian money uh, helping out with Trump properties and businesses. So, I mean, I, I can't even imagine how scary he must be right now. I read some I don't think that they told him a lot of the stuff that was going on. Like, I don't think Corvana Ford and Carter Page and Mike Flynn were really giving him the play-by-play, you know? Yeah, that's um, one of his problems. He's he probably pretty confused. Trump doesn't have a person... Um, you know, like 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 President Obama or not like President Obama, he did have like Valerie Jarrett. He had some people that would 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 tell him, "No, President, that's not. We don't need to be doing that." Trump doesn't have one of those people. Oh. He has way too many yes people around him. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that actually, probably, you know, Steve Bannon may be that person, but he just has bad ideas. And he's also you got know, demoted. I think would tell him what? He's also been demoted and kind of like gradually, like kind of being pushed aside. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. But I think that he was really his person yeah. in that way. Um, but was, you know, part of certainly, you know, being a chief part of the architect of the travel ban, for instance, um, and other less palatable policies to the larger community. And I mean, clearly McMaster just has no interest in these Trump cronies. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to have his team the way he wants to have it. Yeah. And, uh, and do diplomacy, say, closer to properly than anyone else in the administration. So, do you do you think it's too early though for some of the networks, some of the competitors from the network that you work with with Fox News, um, they're throwing the impeachment word around? I kind of think it might be a little bit too early to, to say I think that. So too. I don't particularly like it because I mean it's a very specific thing that you need to have cause for, right? It's not just like a pie in the sky idea. And I think when you hear, certainly Maxine Waters talks about it all the time. There's a representative from Texas who was talking about it on the floor of the House this week. Um, are, is there potential that there are impeachable offenses? Yes, absolutely. Um, but 
but I think that it feeds a narrative on the left that is not necessarily productive if what we're looking for mm. is to win in 2018 and then again in 2020. Mm-hmm. And like it or not, and I mean, majority of us don't like it, obviously we prefer Hillary Clinton as president, you know, he's in there for the next four years, unless he gets removed for some extreme circumstances, like impeachment or that we actually invoke the 25th Amendment and somehow get two-thirds to vote to vote him out um, on basis of being unfit to lead, which I would also recommend that everyone read Peggy Noonan's column. I read it. About it, was, it was amazing, right? It was an amazing read, especially coming from her. She mm-hmm. normally leans right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that really goes back to something we've been talking about for ages now, which is you can lean right, but that doesn't mean you lean Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, that's guy has no conservative principles. Everyone hates his healthcare policy or what's become his healthcare policy, he's gotten nothing done. I don't think the tax cuts are going to go through by the end of the year. So I don't really know what they're going to be running on for 2018 in terms of the policy win. Yeah. What about, do you have any, are you with me still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The phone, the phone kind of went silent. I thought maybe you got cut oh. off. Um, what, what about the, um, the risk that Democrats might be running, um, Basically, Schumer's been out there like roadblocking a lot of stuff. And do you do you have any concerns as a Democrat that yeah, the new GOP health plan I think sucks. Um, yeah. But but the Obamacare was the Democrats, and that one mm-hmm. sucked also. I mean, it's just failing. I mean, I think but Ed, it is growing in popularity. I mean, that's well, but Ed is about to pull out. Yeah, that's the last insurance company that's in there, right? Yeah, they're pulling out of Nebraska and Delaware. I mean, they'd already pulled out of a bunch of states, so it is getting hyped up as if it's like. But my, my um, point is, though, did you... in the process had already started. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't think that we didn't win in 2016 just saying we're not Donald Trump. And right, right. That's not gonna. It's not gonna work again. My fear is not necessarily that they'll turn out for Republicans, but that they just won't turn out at all. That's right. right yeah. You have neither side that's delivering for you in right. any way. Um, I can understand why people would stay home. Yeah, and that's that's my concern um, for my Democrat friends that yeah. you guys aren't really offering. You know, everything's no, 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 no right now. It's almost like the Democrats are the party of no here lately. And where's the fresh ideas? And where's the new like, like up and coming rock star Democrat leaders? True. Um, and now there are people on both sides who think that we'll retake the House. And I, I 
Oh, I think they're in big trouble. Oh, you don't think the Democrats are going to take the House? No, no, I, no, no, I do. I think the Republicans are in big trouble for, for these midterms coming up. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, when you look at what, especially the California Republicans are having to do, you know, the ones who are in big Hillary districts, mm-hmm. like the Daryl Isis of the world, are having to come out and call for, you know, support bringing in an independent counselor. They're going to have to change their tune on the health care bill. I think a lot of them, frankly, were just stuck between a a rock and a hard place because mm-hmm. Trump was breathing down their necks and you constituents wouldn't want the bill and then they had to rely on the Senate which it looks like the Senate's going to come through with them for them in terms of ripping it up there's right. nothing that the Senate's going to resubmit is going to look anything like what came in from the House right right and then I don't know what happens because you can't get the Freedom Caucus back if you've removed all of the you know excessively conservative parts of the bill, like not supporting pre-existing conditions, for instance. There's no one who, on the Senate level, who can back that. It just uh, it doesn't work, especially with the Medicaid expansion that's been taken. You, know, you can't be Rob Portman and say, sure, this seems like a good idea. You know, Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins have made it clear that they're not going to be able to back it. Rob Cassidy's a real, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm watching, I'm watching the stock market and I'm watching the jobs reports. I think if any of that goes south, um, that's bad. Well, it's already starting. I mean, the market was a mess, right, until the end of the week. And then it calmed down a little bit. I mean, there was, I don't know if you saw Charlie Gasparino reporting on this, but he was saying that the truth of the matter is that the market would actually like President Pence a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because at least there would be stability to it. You would know what the principles were. You would know what the policies would be advocating for. And truthfully, he'd probably be able to get the caucus more in line. Than Trump can. I mean, I don't want President Pence. I don't want President Donald Trump either. But um, certainly, in terms of stability and probably our place in the world, we'd be a lot better off with a Mike Pence presidency. You know, there's no theory. I don't think he's going to be spewing, you know, classified information to Russians that we got from Israelis. And you know what? Though I don't think he that that situation there, which was looked really crazy that he did that. But I think the intent word is what's going to get him off on that. Did he intend to, right. you know what I mean? But I will say this, we were talking before about the Democrats probably winning um, the midterms and taking control of the House and Senate. Um, that would be very bad for Donald Trump when, when you bring back the impeachment word again. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely can't have that. And I, I, just to clarify, the Senate is not as not as clear to me as the House is. Right, right. In terms of the 28th. That's true. That's true. will still be pretty hard. I mean, it is hard to split the yeah. Senate seat. Yeah. Um, I'm at the House. But yeah, I, I don't think if he was staring out there at a, a Democrat-controlled House and Senate that Donald Trump would have anything but nightmares yep. all day. Um, yeah. And for good reason. But going back to the Russian thing, yeah, if he can get off on the, you know, the intent of night. I think he was probably just bragging, because that's just what he does. He exactly. just his when he wants to brag exactly. for people to like him. But now that it's coming out, you know, he said, I got rid of nut job Comey. Like, what is wrong with you? To first of all, look at someone who's had James Comey's career. And he said it to the Russians. Right. And of all people, he said it to the Russians. It's like you met with a Russian ambassador, like, the day after... Something else yeah. broke. I forgot. There's so many. There's so many things that break on you. Uh, I know it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I really lose track. But yeah, it's like the timing is awful. Well, yeah, it is. 
also the amount of people that I meet being Trump supporters who just double down on it. Like, this is a made-up scandal. You know, I, I don't know how you could have even at base heard what was said about Mike Flynn and said this is made up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, oh, Donald Trump's innocent. This is not just about Donald Trump. This is all of that. Yeah, you know what? Ironically, I think Trump's probably going to get avoid prison time and maybe maybe make make it through his four-year presidency. But I think think there's going to be some heads roll um, on his administration and his campaign team. Yeah. I mean, what what's going on? Yeah, that's 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 gonna be big if that comes to fruition. Totally, and then it's like, yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like this team that's investigating is going to be pulling any punches. You know, like they're going full tilt here, especially after listening to what Andrew Cave was saying about how you know the FBI had not lost confidence in James Comey. Hmm. They were extremely disheartened by what happened and the way in which it happened. I read that uh, there was actually anyone's gonna yeah. go with a vendetta, but yeah, I read that there was actually FBI people like in tears when when they found out he was fired. I'm I mean, sure. Um, but also, just to do it in that way is so humiliating. I mean, how do you let him find out like through the press that you know that it gets reported? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. That's unbelievable. How could that be real? I, I'm not laughing at. James Coleman, I'm laughing. Oh, I'm it's laughing ridiculous. about how crazy it is that somebody of that stature mm-hmm. has to find out that he lost his job by watching like Fox or CNN or one of the other networks. I mean, that's insane. Right. That's pretty insane. And that someone has to whisper to him and like he thought he was being punked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's insane. It's just so disrespectful and shows such a lack of understanding of what all of these people do and what it means to be impartial and a civil servant. You know, there was a really interesting piece uh, that Josh Barrow wrote in Business Insider about why Comey would have waited to release details from the memo. Right? Yeah, yeah. What, the one about what, it being uncomfortable. What did that say? It said that if he was building a case, which it looks like he was, you know, I mean, he took meticulous notes Mm-hmm. all the time and now even more has come out that he had kept records of but he's building the case and first and foremost he represents the people right you serve at the pleasure of the president but you're an American civil servant mm-hmm. and that's really who he was representing in all of this then of course you wouldn't have gone public with it and there was something Judge Napolitano pointed out to me last week when I did a show which was we still don't know if, for instance, he turned his notes over uh, to another office within the DOJ, mm-hmm. like the Public Integrity Office, for instance, which would have been totally prudent and correct for him to have done. And we just don't know that. So people are out there going after him, like Rush Limbaugh, saying like, "Oh, J. Edgar Comey, and you know he was keeping all of the secret trail." We don't know what he was doing yet. Mm-hmm. And that will come out through this investigation, but he may have been completely following protocol. Yeah, let, let me ask you this: the the special counsel. Um, I read somewhere, and I can't remember where I read this from, but maybe it was a letter. Uh, you know what? Laura Ingram tw- tweeted it out. She tweeted out a letter. That's where I saw it, and uh, it, it mentioned something about uh, the special counsel is also going to be asking for information pertaining to Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton and Susan Rice. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, anything to that, because I'm really not sure. 
And is there a concern that this special counsel it could actually take out some Democrats um, as well? Well, I mean, I, I, I think that's totally possible. My understanding of what the special counsel can do is they get a subpoena and have access to anything. And I think that that's completely right and fair. There are reports also that, you know, Comey was exceptionally angry about the Loretta Lynch, Bill Clinton plane meeting. And that was part of the reason that he also railed on Hillary so hard. Mm-hmm. Even the summer, remember the indictment? I do. Yeah, yeah. So, I and committed if Loretta Lynch I'm just, hypo- I'm just hypothesizing yeah. here, but what if Loretta Lynch if she if she's obstructed justice um, yeah then absolutely uh, I mean listen I'm all for investigating all of it I think parenting right. government is hugely important you're never going to get the American people back on your side right. unless we do better about that stuff um, but I think that the pointing fingers that we've seen from everybody yeah I agree with that now and conservative commentators is ridiculous I mean this argument that Mike Than he, right. than he let out, it looks like. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so this, like, deer in headlights thing that he does all the time, like, oh, I wasn't aware. You know, maybe you weren't aware, and he's decided, I get it, you weren't going to be reelected as summer in Indiana, so this is obviously a better gig. Suddenly you're president, uh, you know, vice president of the United States of America, but, I mean, come on. The truth always comes out. That's mm-hmm. really, you know, the message of all of this. You know, people say, oh, how did... You know, people who did these terrible things, people go after Bill Clinton, for instance. I mean, I got in a huge, I want to say fight, because it was on TV, and, you know, obviously there were no punches. But I was doing a segment Friday night on Martha McCallum's show with David Wall, who's an attorney, um, about Anthony Weiner. And, you know, he's going at Hillary and Bill Clinton, because Anthony Weiner got sentenced and, you know, the the commonalities between Weiner and Bill Clinton and, you know, all of these things that the last time I checked, Bill Clinton was, wasn't a sex offender that is going to have to serve prison time and whatever, but it's fair game to talk about the people that each side holds up on a pedestal who obviously have glaring faults. 
You know, I mean, I I understand that. And I I mean, I thought his comparison was way out of bounds with the level that he took it to. But there's certainly a lot of women out there who say that Bill Clinton is not a good guy. Yeah. There are a lot of men out there, and there are a lot of Democrats who fell out of love with the Democratic Party because of what happened uh, in the Bill Clinton era and the impeachment. Do you think James James Comey's at risk of getting in any trouble here? Do you think... No. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, I think that Rod Rosenstein made it clear that there were poor decisions made. I actually thought, I mean, it was interesting, though, that it then came out that he actually knew he was getting fodder when he broke the memo. Um, That timeline is a little confusing. But, you know, what he did over the summer, people on both sides of the aisle said was wrong. I mean, Jean Puro was one of the fiercest critics of that. You know, and the outcomes, I mean, she liked the that Hillary got hurt out of it. She said, you know, how inappropriate and against protocol to do that. And then, of course, the letter, 11 days out of the election, breaks everyone. I mean, you're not supposed to get involved in yeah, uh, yeah. an election. That was terrible. And then it's like the Trump administration or the Trump transition officials or associates are also under FBI investigation, but you only mention Hillary. How does that work? Yeah. I mean, what went through his head to do that? And none of these things are... I believe, I mean, granted, you know, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer or, you know, expert in, in this field precisely, but I don't see how James Cohen gets in trouble for this, especially after how he was fired mm-hmm. and the circumstances surrounding that. Yeah, interesting. Um, where do we go next? Okay, so, so, Donald Trump and his Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. This, 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 um, what, what, I mean, is this, doesn't he realize that, like, the absolute chaos he creates by tweeting that he, like, a lot of this is self-inflicted. Trump created a lot of this nightmare for himself by some of the things he said on his Twitter account. And I can't for the life of me, I can't figure out how anyone hasn't been able to reel him back, reel him away from this, these tweets, the threats. Remember, remember, remember the Comey threat kind of oh my know. god yeah like i'll release the tape yes sitting there, like, go ahead what love it yeah that would be fantastic the, yeah if you're a um, trump, if you're a real trump like a real trump trainer that that's that's even got to concern that person well, come I think on that they're all flipping out I, there's no way that they can't be quite frankly and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were planning their exit strategy out of this, because how do you work again? You know, this isn't just a normal Republican administration, which when it's over, everyone goes in and, you know, because we're supposed to work with the conservative think tanks, gets, you know, contracts on TV, uh, goes to lobbying firms. So I guess he has that ban now, right, that you can't go to a lobbying firm within mm-hmm. five years. But there could be such shame brought upon this administration. You know, I, I don't make Watergate comparisons, but if he, you know, if he does get impeached, or if a number of these officials end up in jail for this, mm. it's not going to just be like normal business in Washington, like, oh, these guys out if these guys in now. And I think that they're all becoming aware of it and the seriousness of it. And he's also continually humiliating people who have had tremendous careers. You know, making them go out there and say things that are untrue Mm. or to, you know, parse their words so carefully. Like, I don't know if you saw McMaster, you know, talking about the statement 
perfectly. And that's that's not what you should be doing to your people. General Kelly had to do it about the travel ban. You know, every day, listen, I'm not a big Sean Spicer fan, but I have tremendous sympathy for him and how difficult what he has to do is to try to make sure at least that he's not telling. <laughs> because things change. Like he, can, he can prepare his, his press meeting and then like five things could have already changed before he gets up there and talks.